our love for Power Rangers. Lose our minds in the process. Yes. Uh, we are changing the format for the next couple of episodes. We want to get through more than just one episode a week yeah. because uh, Power Rangers will take us over a year to get through. If we yeah. do one episode a week, Power Rangers will take us three years to get through. Yeah. So we need to well, get... Well, never planned. We were going to release some, you know... Yes. Yeah. If we were to release one a week... Mighty Morphin Power Rangers would take us three years to get through. So we're going to knock out quite a few episodes in a row, which means we're not going to be doing the listen-along format. Yeah, We'll probably still do more of those. Yeah, yeah we'll do more of those in the future. For but certain passion projects. We want to knock this one out. We can just um, you can do listen-alongs listen with uh, listen-alongs. Is that, is that what you just said, or did I just I don't know. said that word? Let's just let's just go with it. Listen along for uh, Wasser Watch. Yeah. As I read uh, handwritten letters. <laughs> that we write to Ron Wasserman every and week. get promptly sent back. So, the names of the episodes, I actually already forgotten most of them. Oh, the names of the episodes? I can, t- I can go through the villains. Yeah. This week we're going to be going through I Guy... Uh, yeah. Tickle Sneezer. We'll be doing Happy Birthday, Tickle Zach, Sneezer. with The Nasty Night, and then yeah. we will be doing No Clowning Around yeah. with The Mighty Pinoctopus. Yes. Pineapple the Clown. Yeah. So. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a house burner here. Oh. oh. Because, uh, yeah, it was actually a very interesting Set of episodes. All right, let's start Some off highs with and lows. Uh, let's start off with I Guy. So I Guy is iconic. I Guy, I Guy might be them. one of the I Guy and the Nasty Knight might be two of the most iconic monsters. Yeah, and of also, Mighty Morphin Power. Also, Rangers. great toys because yeah. the Nasty Knight toy was was dope. I remember I didn't have him, but my friend had him, and he was like one of my favorite. When you know you compile your toys together and you play, Nasty Knight was cool. Yeah. Um, I guy started out with Billy and his best little kid friend Willie because Bill, yeah. you know well, we can't you can't I mean you can write this stuff because they did <laughs> but apparently you can put whatever you want on TV yeah so we were watching the show and one of the things that caught our eye was a corduroy conductor's hat that was like the only thing that caught our eye because it was gigantic yeah it was taking up a lot of screen time and a lot of my energy and freddie's <laughs> energy of watching the show yeah. because we had to deal with this hat we talked about the hat quite quite a bit yes it's a lot of it took up a lot of framing it was it was so, super 90s so while watching the episode we came to the conclusion that the hat was going to be in the Zoo Ranger episode. Yeah, there's no reason they, they put that gigantic hat on that little boy. Unless they had to splice in a Japanese kid wearing that hat. Yeah, you have a kid wearing the same outfit, and then that's what I Guy 
abducts. And yeah. Then, yeah. Hey, guess what? Didn't happen. No. Not at all. So we don't know why the hat was there other than to leave something. It was just in wardrobe or someone brought it from home. Yeah. Uh, If they brought it from home, I'm sorry that we're noticing this now. We would have called for child abuse. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, they do use it in the they do use it as like a uh, as furthering the plot. Like, to know that he's been abducted. Yeah, yeah. They find the hat discarded by itself by the lake, right? And the and uh, Billy's like, oh, this is uh, Willie's lucky hat. And that's also where you, I guess, first heard... Well, I would say paid, paid attention that his name was Willie. Yeah. Billy Billy and Willie. And they also had their um, their little handshake. Yeah. Which they yeah, added the, little... Uh, it, there was a, we're going to do it. And no, you we're can't not. see it yet. No, we're not. We hand slap, hand slap. Potato, potato, potato yeah. smack. The wait, that's that's uh our overalls. Yeah, because um, every time we watch Power Rangers, we do have to dress as a character. <laughs> every <laughs> time that we do this, it's actually you're, in the power play. You're getting a little insight on what goes down. Yeah, on the, this side of the mic. Yeah, <laughs> in the power playthrough work. contract, it is said that we have to dress. Just so nineties and mm-hmm. dress as one of our favorite characters and From every that, week yeah, yeah. I push to dress as Kimberly, but Freddie doesn't want to tuck his shirt into his shortest shorts. No, I do not. Yeah. But but this 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 day we ended up on Willie. We ended up on the Billy Willie train and I forgot to bring my corduroy hat. <laughs> <laughs> well I yeah. Uh, let's get off of the Willie nonsense because we've been here for six minutes and thirty-seven seconds. No. Uh, I guy, he he had a kind of troubling look because well, uh, he would release his main eye. Yeah, and 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 like his little eyelid, the lower eyelid was all f- eh, like gross, burlappy kind of. It, it was like it went over an eye. And then that uh, eye disappeared. Yeah, so I guess in that sense, it was actually very well done because yeah. it looked like it looked like an, an eyelid over an empty socket. It looked like an empty bag. Yeah, it'd been used for about it looked real years. gross. It looked real latexy. Yeah, it was just nasty. I did not like. Like, I got well. I mean, I got a lot. Of, like, I know a lot of people have like built-in phobias about eyes and things to do with eyes, like touching eyes and stuff like that. The dude is literally 100% eyes, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so there's already, like, uh, a thing built in in us where it's just like, oh, he's just unpleasant to look at. Yeah. You remember that, like, Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode where... Carl got turned into Carl died eyes. by the super toilet, and then they they grafted his head on top of just eyes, because that's all the spare medical organs of yeah. Frylock had. And he was just in constant pain, and I can't, like, I can't, um, I can't see Eye Guy or I can't see this episode without associating that the whole time. It's like, is it just itchy? Is it always pain? Like they fought in a rock quarry. Yeah, like, you're standing on the eyeballs. We well, I don't know. Well, we've never seen the bottom of his feet. Yeah, we didn't see the bottom. I'm sure. I'm sure if uh, I'm sure we could find an artist rendition. <laughs> we'll show us the bottom of those feet. But Eye Guy had something interesting that a lot of the monsters don't get and he had special battle animations yeah he, he had fully cartoonified like eyeball blasts that yeah, came like, out of his shoulders he shot 
eye lasers that look just like eyeballs that look were... like little ghosts, but they're eyeballs. Yeah, and, he and, was and, shooting and the... like an eyeball Hadouken. And the pupils like open and close. Yeah, like like little mouths. They're cool. They're cool looking. It's a nice little effect. And then after they beat him, they did a nice little effect where he's already been struck down once. Yeah. So when he grows, his main eye was super, super bloodshot. No, it would look like, like a bursted vessel. It was kind of creepy. It's kind of, again, unsettling. Um, probably something in Zero Ranger, right? Probably something in Zero Ranger. We, that I mean, like, we'll, we'll get there. We're going to yeah. watch that a little bit later tonight. But yeah, yeah. So it ultimately, like, I Guy was, other than the hat, like, the story seemed pretty straightforward and not convoluted in any, like, Power Rangers way. Like, yeah. you wanted to steal a kid with intelligence, so you steal a kid that hangs out with Yeah, Billy. that was a very particular plan of Rita's where she wanted to use his intelligence. Yeah. And they had him... Oh, yeah. Oh, they, had they had him in the... The gyroscope. <laughs> the gyroscope inside an eye on the moon. It was just... Yeah, spinning around this kid screaming and, and uh, Rita looking down on him from her... Uh, from her uh, overlook Ivory tower, yeah, and just wild. I don't know what that gyroscope was supposed to be. Supposed to take his was it was it a brain ro- brainwashing thing or was it this was gonna eventually have his like they're gonna spin him around and eventually like his his brain energy is gonna fly out of there and go into whatever she wants or yeah. And I mean, this is the episode where we noticed that. Rita is developing an obsession with the Power Rangers because she wasn't just looking for intelligent kids. She was watching the Rangers and like, oh, they're with a smart kid. I mm-hmm. want his intelligence. I'm going to say it's pretty interesting. I mean, you know, you can't poke holes in this stuff because it all falls apart. Yeah. But, uh, I'm going to stretch on Mike. So she is getting, uh, she's but, becoming uh, obsessed. Yeah. It's really weird to um, be in that kind of proximity. Like, you know, like you can, there's, there's a whole planet. You can do your dastardly shenanigans somewhere else, but she's now kind of just, she really is just messing with the Power Rangers and people close to the Power Rangers. It's and not a coincidence. This is the episode where we also started to question, uh, do people, do are the putties always around? Like, are, are there any attacks, as I put it, is there any attacks that the Rangers miss? Do, 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 do the putties <laughs> just come in and they uh, hit a convenience store or something like that and just trash it and, just, and then they're going yeah, all yeah, over all the place. place. Has anyone else fought the putties? Does the youth of Angel Grove kind of have just a situation they live with? Where, like, they all... There's a free martial arts class in Angel Grove. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's readily available facilities. There's, apparently, to there's teach a, you to take out a putty. There's a juice bar. You know, there's a juice bar, combo gym. Never seen them take any money. So <laughs> I think you can just do what you want. Yeah. And, you know, get fit, take classes. There's five wonderful teens there that will gladly teach you in whatever. Gymnastics, dancing, science. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. All of, the, all of whatever the, you want. All of the, like, amazing, like, spiritual things that Trini's into. Yeah. You want academics, you want physical stuff, you want spiritual stuff, whatever. This is, it's a, it's like, it, they have a great community. And maybe it rests on the shoulders of these five 
beautiful teenagers, but like they have an amazing community where everyone seems to get along, except for Bulk and Skull. Bulk and Skull, by the way, we had. Well, what do we have in this one? This was the drag episode. Yeah, they're in drag. There were some amazing science. <laughs> so, uh, there was a pants dissolving gun. That's all it did. Uh, left, left, uh, left a uh, bulk with his boxers, which we were talking about. So, people are going to make fun of his boxers in the show, but yeah. right now in 2017, if you have striped boxers, yeah, with like beautifully drawn pigs wearing like bow ties and hats. Those are designer boxers. Those are designer boxers. You would get those. It you would get those at Target, honestly, in the pair of thieves. That was like fifteen ninety five boxers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're not they're, the highest end, but they're still impressive. It's still, yeah, it's it's. But they, all the same, they're boxers that are trying to imitate like Neff and uh, Rage On and stuff like those those online um, stores where they have those kind of boxers for like thirty five dollars. Yeah. So those are like you know. Words. There's some someone, someone said we're we're entering our or our second eighties, and there's a lot of things that kind of echo that to me. Like my Taco Bell jacket. Like your Taco Bell jacket. Yeah, the forever it was was Forever Twenty One. Yeah, it was Forever Twenty One. Forever Twenty One. Not an ad. <laughs> with their Taco Bell uh, line of clothes. Yeah. Well, let's go on to the next episode, which was. I want to say the most uncomfortable episode that we watched so far. Uh, well, it had uh, a, the, it had a contender in its own block. Yeah, we have two troubling episodes in this this one. Yeah. We went on to the first appearance of Miss Appleby. Yes. Yeah. So they were yes. putting on a hobby fair where people were talking about what they're into, and we got. Billy creating a volcano, which we thought was a board game. Yeah, I thought it was um, what was it called, like Fireball or something? Like Fire- Fireball Island. Yeah, something and like that. It actually same... was just a build your own volcano kit. It was massive too. Yeah, pink foam. Um, or was Jason, of course, yeah, showed foam. off his bow staff skills. Yeah, yeah, because he's a he's he's a hunk. You know? Yeah, full Napoleon Dynamite hunk style. Yeah. Uh, was it Kimberly what? showed? Did you already say that Kimberly showed? No, no, no. Zach showed off his surfing skills with a full shaka bra. Yeah, you know. I was actually I did I forgot about that. I consider yeah. myself a Zach aficionado, but I did not realize that Zach was a he surf boy. Too. Yeah, maybe it's just because maybe maybe you know probably what it is the barometer. If it's cool, Zach's good at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Just good at it. And then Kimberly showed off a, a basic handstand, but she did walk on her hands. Yeah, yeah, she pivoted and... a bit on her hands on, on Miss Appleby's desk. And, yeah. But after this, Trini comes up with her collection of her family's dolls. Yeah. And with one of them is her mom's oldest doll, a really gross-looking troll named Mr. Tickle Sneezer, who... Has a magic bottle that he traps his collectibles in. Yeah. Uh, to where you know, Bulk and Skull get in there and they tease her for her dolls. Yeah, very, very, uh, very uh, simple stuff. Also, but we get um, we get a nice uh, uh, we get a nice. I don't know how to put it. Scene like, from the credit. Yeah, we we spot a credit goof, which is Bulk eating a lot of volcano foam. 
Yeah, he gets over it, the volcano erupts, and always watching that scene, I always thought that it just got on his face. His but mouth was wide open. Watching the episode, his mouth was wide open, and his cheeks puff up big. He took a lot of <laughs> He took a lot of mouth. volcano foam. <laughs> and he spits it at Skull. Like, he spits it like projectile, spits it at Skull, and Skull gets a little bit in his mouth, so got you know some what? foam swap. <laughs> knowing <laughs> knowing that uh, Saban didn't care for, like, the law while making this, like, there was no union, there was no safety yeah. for any of those people, what was in Bulk's mouth? I don't know. Well, because in the next episode, we have more foam action. They, they're they actually pretty... They're um, pretty fond of the foam. Yeah. And, well, I, I mean, guess, you know what? I guess the 90s were pretty fond of the foam. Yeah. You know, you could go fun. to a, a little, like, gymboree place and have one of those under-18 dance parties in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure, like, I know that the, here in Vegas, the Leeds Children Museum, they had, like, a whole f- floam thing i forgot what the science aspect of it there, was that was a flowing. science thing but they're um I can't treat a floam like a new <laughs> did say floam well the 90s was about floam too but like i mean if, yeah foam foam the base the base form of floam which is foam F- foam is a big deal in the 90s yes yeah, the dance parties dance parties that was like the discovery zone i think discovery zone had some foam things going on too I'm not sure, but yeah. I remember. I remember like, I think if, <laughs> the economy was in a great place. Foam was widely accessible. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, bulk mouthful of foam, and Hames Vaughn. We don't know what it's made of because his practices could, you know, it could be anything. It could be anything. It just whatever makes the most volume. Could be just raw soap. Yeah, just, just a lot of soap and some coloring. But at this point, Rita decides that she is going to abduct Tickle Sneezer and turn him into her monster. Yeah, she's going to turn the doll to life. So she sends Squat to sneak into Trini's room while she's sleeping and awaken this beast. And when he shows up, he doesn't look like the doll, but he also he, looks like something out looks of like my a, nine-year-old nightmares. He looks like a character of a Japanese man, but like a like a... You know, <laughs> exaggerated. It's a character, so it's exaggerated. You know, yeah. it just it, it wasn't in good taste. He's he, he's kind of he's creepy looking. He's very very creepy looking. They give him so he's flesh colored, but he has the plastic skin. So it's really, ugh. He ta- He has. He actually has a very surprising voice. It's kind of kind of deeper. Like. There's honestly not much to say about this episode. Like, he steals a train, he steals Tokyo steals, Tower, yeah, he, he steals, steals a building, uh, he steals a jet, uh, Japan Airlines plane, yeah, and a car with Trini and Billy in it. Yeah, which is the only, I think was the only American footage of the jar. Yeah, it was. I, that was actually surprising because they had the jar, they had the full suit, which actually didn't look that bad. And it was all American footage of him capturing the little Dodson in the, yeah. in, in, in the, in the thing. I thought, I thought immediately when I saw the Dodson, I was like, oh, you know, Japan, you know, it was the late, late eighties, early nineties. But it turns out that the car ended up being Japanese footage when they release it. 
Yeah. Um, right? Yeah. Yeah, the car turns out to be Japanese footage when they release it. But there's other Japanese footage in there, like uh, Rita berating the monster to go down and steal goodies. She says a little her. rhyme. She says a little rhyme to him, like it's a... Uh... Like, troll my words, you'll obey, you'll go down and take what I say. You already... You, oh. I'm just, you, make, you, I'm, you, just, I'm just rattling that one off. That's okay, well, you already you already gave away too much real estate in your mind and your memory for too much of that. I made, that's not I something. Made that, one up. that sounded real close <laughs> to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. If you made, maybe. Oh. Okay. Well. There. There you go. It's not that hard. You know. You, you just say a, what have you need to. A, a troll-centric episode where you need to say a little incantation to get the troll under under your control. There is one thing about this <laughs> under episode. Fucking Christ! That was gross. There is one thing about this episode. Uh, during the Megazord battle, they the Megazord gets caught in the gets caught in the the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that was actually cool. They call down the Power Sword, which has now been renamed the Mega Sword. Oh yeah, that's right. We were making. Uh, the it's been renamed the Mega Sword, and until they call it Power Sword again. Yeah, it drops down. It hits. With so much force, it knocks Tickle Sneezer over and releases the Megazord from the bottle. Knocks him up, yeah. But... Knocks him flat and... At this point, there is now a child on screen. There is. There is a small Japanese child who is now a very large Japanese yeah, child. Yeah, because they, they, they turn... to the Megazord. So the Megazord has one of uh, his uh, goodie bottles, right? Do you call them yeah, good the goods goody or bottle. goodies? Goody, goody bottles. Goody, all right, goody bottle. It, so the Megazord turns the goody bottle. The Rangers turn the goody bottle on Rita and her henchmen. It's actually pretty funny. You see a squat being pulled up. You know, good some good wire act going on, and they're trying to hold on, and uh, they're like threatening Rita with it, the bottle. And Rita fires a magic blast. Yeah. And Megazord has a little explosion on the chest, and there's a child hugging the Megazord's leg there's... with a scared face. There's full on like there's this lar- they have the buildings and everything like maybe 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 the thing is you know what it probably is and we're gonna fr- find out as rated is that like they freed the child from the jar but while he was big so it made, it it made child. the child big that makes that makes a lot of sense but it was so jarring there was just all of a sudden a Japanese child on set hugging hugging the leg of the Megazord it was really weird. Dan, Dan actually did like a triple take. I believe I, you, you, I, you looked I at me to confirm. Going, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> what is that? And then there's the child. Kind of felt, kind of felt forbidden. Like we we're looking at something we weren't supposed to see, like a cursed image. Yeah, you know when you're watching. If you were watching that with no context, that this is a Japanese show, yeah, you would think that that was something cheap that happened. That someone's kid ran into frame and they just didn't cut it. Yeah. But. It really was like, it really was weird because this this kid this kid isn't anything in it. There isn't even a kid that they dress up as this kid. This kid is just there. Yeah. Um. It, clearly, in the Japanese episode, it was just sloppy editing. Just, just yeah. Someone messed up there. But with that, they don't find Tickle Sneezer to be. Yeah, a he's monster. actually not really. Yeah, he's not a full on villain. He just doesn't know any better. And Trini. Uh, tells him, you know, put back everything. And you yeah. see a good little sequence of him putting back Japanese 
uh, oh, the, the, the Japanese tower. Yeah, yeah, the Tokyo Tower. Excuse me. And and in like the building and the train and the plane and the cars and everything that he took, and then we just find out it's a dream. Yep. You know. Yeah. Just a little, just a little dream. Yeah. Oh, uh, but we have a. We have like kind of like a MacGuffin situation because she wakes up and then tickle sneezer's gone. He's not there. He's not on his little doll stand, and she freaks out and kind of play a little bit of ominous music. She sits up, and there he was. Though. He, he's, you know, he's, he just got on the floor. He's on the carpet. To... He got on the floor by himself. Just a little Toy Story action. <laughs> and he just still looks horrific in any lighting. Do you want to talk about the standout episode of this one? Because, I mean, it, it is Happy Birthday, Zach. It is, yeah. it is your man's episode. Yeah, Happy and, uh, Birthday, Zach. You know what? This past weekend was Walter's birthday. So, at the time we're recording this, well, not the uh, time you listen to this. Yeah, that, that's, that's right, that's right. It was actually, <laughs> what was that? That was Friday? So. Or actually, it may have been yesterday, it may have been Saturday. Anyway, happy birthday. Walter and Zach. Yeah, Walter and Zach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I realized we said Bulk and Skull and Drag, and then we didn't touch on that. We just. They went into a drag machine. Well, it was a wacky fashion machine. It yeah. was, it was a funky most, or a funky fashion machine. In the most advanced, they had to be elementary school kids. The most advanced elementary school yeah. science fair. Billy, ever. Billy didn't make anything there. No. And I would, you know, it's Billy, so I would understand that. But no, these are all kids, and they made this funky fashion machine, and uh, it stripped Bulk and Skull. And when they came out, they were in full on drag with with makeup, like and drag. They, it was like professional makeup. They did. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I said, like, they uh, look good. They look good. Skull is passable. Even, even for a day drag, it's passable. <laughs> he, he looked all right. <laughs> I have to, have to give it up. He's got good. He's got good legs. Yeah, he, he has a seventeen-year-old bird's body. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like oh, we didn't talk. Yeah, yeah. They come back later, and they want to get their clothes back because the machine took their clothes, obviously, and gave them these. Uh, they gave them uh, women's clothes. And uh, they're like, we want our clothes back. And so Trini goes in the machine, pulls out clothes, and they're all, you know, they're, they're, there's got to be a gag. So they're all shrunk. They're all sh- shrunk down, little toddler versions of Bulk and Skull's clothes. But we see a lot of Bulk and Skull because they come in in towels. A towel around the waist and then a single towel draped around the neck. Yep. And you see a lot. Like, it's it's a weird thing because one is... One, <laughs> One of them could be passed off as a seventeen-year-old body. The other one, not one, at all. The the other one looks like a lifetime of bad decisions. <laughs> but let's move on to the nasty night, where it is Zach's birth. It's the I, night before Zach's birthday. Yeah, and we start out in the juice bar. That was really good. Did they say that in the show, or did you just what? Did they say that in the show, or did the was night that before Zach's birthday, or did you just you just come up with that? You just say that now? Yeah, I did. That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> that was a night for was there a whole day that passed? And then the next day they, they Yeah, were, yeah, they yeah. Were there late night setting up. Yeah, that's party. right. It was a night for Yeah. A- anyway, nasty night. Cool toy. One of my favorite. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite Power Ranger toys growing up. I remember. Um him and the the Minotaur. Yeah, heard the ones that stood out to me. Never had a nasty night. My friend had a nasty night, and when we played, uh, we you know you bring, I'll bring my toys over. You have your toys, unless you know you know have them fight or whatever. I really like nasty night. 
I just like Nasty Nice Design in general. But yeah, he did point out that the very uh the he, very creepy his, eyes. He, he has a uh, human-looking eyes and they're like in the visor. Yeah, yeah. They're very very disturbing. So the 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 premise of this episode is that they're setting up a surprise birthday party for Zach. Um Billy is dancing away to some hip hop, you know, like he's got he's got his Walkman and going. Like in this episode we get the Billy jargon starting. Yeah, and oh, oh my god. This this, this, is, act, this actually just opens up the gates because of the episode after. We'll, the, yeah. This is episode 10 of Power Rangers at this point and he starts saying like the audiophonic frequencies of this of this collective or yeah is is or inciting my sonically pleasing <laughs> it, it is sonically pleasing unlike this podcast <laughs> yeah. um, like he says something about previous generations he's like he just says he really likes music uh is but he's got a cute thing going on where where trini like translates or uh kimberly translates Billy. yeah they they talk about like there's a little goof with jason where he's like what did you say and Trini has to translate. It's 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 good. It's, it's says wholesome. I'm good at drawing cartoons. Yeah. Anyway, so like so, it starts off with him dancing around, and uh, Ernie's got the Cakeomatic, Billy's newest invention. The Cakeomatic. This thing has. It is a microwave with three blenders. Yeah, three blenders on top of that. A telephone on the side. Yeah. And a vehicle air filter. Yeah, on inside the, on the inside. Yeah, it was straight up in there, like an air filter. And um, it's just a foam machine. We're back with the foam. The foam is Do blue. Do you think the youth center was like a gym? <laughs> you you're think little... that it moonlighted as like the your foam party? Or I said foam again. Your foam parties? That it, it was like the gym. I don't even remember what the place was called. <laughs> you just said it. A bit something, ago, and then something. you had to strike it's it okay. from all records. Yeah. Um. So they've it's got this foam machine. machine. It's the Kegomatic, and, and it just spouts blue foam. And uh, we got some more like, oh, Billy's inventions kind yeah. of gags and goofs and bits. And right after this, we get Bulk and Skull coming in, and they're like, "Hey, this place is closed for you geeks." No, the place is closed. Ernie is keeping it open, not even open, just set, staying there so yeah. that they can decorate for this party. Yeah, get ready for the party. Yeah. And. I don't know how Bulk much and of that Skull, is being picked up. Not much. Uh, Bulk and Skull just show up. They are breaking into the youth center, essentially. Yeah. And then they're making fun of them for being there. Mm hmm. And then. They're like, well, you know what? We're going to mess this up. Bulk blows his nose in the banner that Trini's been working on. And then Eugene Skullovich. <laughs> he makes he makes some advances. He makes a really problematic advance Yeah. on Trini. She handles herself well, as you expect. But yeah. it's like really close. He and, says, you know, like, Trini even plays into it for a minute to like learn, like to get down his guard. And then, you know, she totally clowns him. Yeah. But it's, it is like... He says, you can work on that again, babe, after we have some fun. And then he, like, grabs her hands and, and like, like, walks her back. And there's, like, as little like distance between their bodies as can be without, like, actual contact. And it's, 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 
like I said, Trini plays it up a bit and just to let him drop his guard, and she clowns him real bad. So it's like, yeah, you know, Trini, you know, Trini's got this. Trini's him into some pain, but it's just the imagery for a quick moment is just kind of it's kind of jarring. It Bulk is like we're popping balloons. Talking about foam parties again. You yeah, know? it was just a it was just a problematic scene <laughs> for the time. Yeah. Uh, Bulk starts popping balloons, and then Jason makes a fat joke. He goes, "Someone should let your air out." Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. And then and he just after that, we just the, the the whole gag is just Bulk Bulk and Skull charging into the the, the, the steel posts. Yeah, and like. What move is that where you don't square up? Where you're just like, I'm mad, I run. Uh, I know that that's called the rhino in wrestling. Yeah, it's like... It's uh, well, when it's like Vulcan Skull, it's just baby rage, you know? It's yeah. like, is is impotent rage? Where you just, just run at someone? Yeah, but it... I mean, as soon as Bulk fails, Skull is like, oh, you're not gonna let me... Uh, assault you? Yeah, be careful I'm, here. <laughs> and then he runs, he runs on Trini, and Trini moves out of the way, and then he runs onto a steel post. Yeah, it's, eh, you know, it's it's ultimately harmless, nothing go on, but it's just you know didn't expect it, yeah. didn't expect it. Uh, from here on, Zach shows up at the juice bar, and we've cleaned up. None of the desi- <laughs> none of the stuff's out there. Ernie does a good job. Yeah, it's just me doing my paperwork, eating some popcorn. It was, yeah, he's like, no one's here. No, no one's here. And like uh, Zach says, that he was told that his friends were hanging out around here, so he came down to see if he could see him. Yeah, Trini's mom. Yeah, Trini's mom said that. Yeah, Trini's mom said that they were hanging out here, so he came down to see if he could see him. And Ernie does a great little bit where he's going like, oh, no, it's just me and this popcorn, these chairs here, the microwave, you know, my cup. You know, like, it's just... And Zach's like, I get it. It's, I don't know. Ernie, I like, I really like, I really like uh, the Ernie action we get right here. Yeah. And then as soon as he leaves, the guys come out from under the counter. Yeah. And Kimberly starts stealing Ernie's popcorn. Yeah, and they're like, that's a close one. Yeah. And then we... Scene. <laughs> yeah, scene ended. Now we're Zach's alone. No, we go to the next day and Zach's talking to Kimberly. Oh, he's like, Do Yeah, you look older. Yeah, yeah. He's dropping hints about his birthday and Kimberly like is kinda fishing to get a, get out of this. She can't let him know that, that she knows. Yeah. So she uh, she says, Oh, you that's right. I hope I'm not mad for for me not getting a present and he's like, What are you talking about? It's like a poodle. It's my poodle's birthday. I gotta go home. <laughs> I gotta go give poodle a present. I gotta, it's their birthday. You know. And Zach looks the most like he. Oh my gosh, Emmanuel Jones. He emotes here. I absolutely love this. It's, he 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 looks so defeated. It's it he. Zach's is one of those guys that loves his birthday. and the fact that his team doesn't know it's his birthday i mean at this point in life walter might still be a toys r us kid yeah but no one knew that yeah no one knew that um and they also um special note they played a very sad (laughs) rendition of the mighty morphin uh, little they might have played on the harp it is really, really sad. 
he walks off like I <laughs> I feel the worst for music that you could play for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just like because we we hear that that little chime, you know, for different things, call to action, all that, and then even when the, like you know, it's like is they use it later on like cliffhangers, you know, yeah. it's like you know it's like what will happen next time that kind of thing this was just it sounded like um what what's that instrument that's simultaneously a keyboard melodica melodica it sounded like a melodica but like on like on the wimpiest note available on that board like it was (laughs) so every note (laughs) the softest one we'll say that the softest of all the weak weak notes that are on the melodica. It was so sad. It, and it, yeah, like it was wildly inappropriate anywhere else. <laughs> like if you played that, if you, if you played that little chime for someone that just lost their job, you know. You're fired. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it, yeah, it, it, should, it shouldn't be used. For situations, it, 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 you can't. It, it. I'm sorry, your brother has died. <laughs> Give it to me straight, Doc. I'm sorry. You only have. 24 hours to live. It is, it is, like I said, this is wildly inappropriate for like any sad setting because it's like, what was that? But through the acting of Walter, the emoting of Walter, he kills it. I feel so bad for him. The other, the other, the others gather around. And we have, you know, the moment like, ah, oh, he he's, he feels terrible, you know. He thinks like, we forgot his birthday. Yeah. It's, and it's, then Jason just like, man, when we show him that we remembered, he's going to be bouncing off the ceiling. And you know what? I don't think that that was a line in the show. I think that was him knowing from their home life. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, they're living together. That's true. They're getting wild on a daily basis. Yeah. Haim uh, hey, uh, was... Uh, he knows he knows how to stretch a dollar. Yeah, that's by not giving any out. Yeah, so those boys lived together. Yeah, and they got buck wild daily. Yeah, so, so you know, he knows the. After Jason makes a buck wild comment, we we have the forging. Yeah, the forging of the sword. Well, it's actually a really cool scene because you got these like, you have the blade, so so it's a uh, Finster, squat. squat Babu, and Rita. Rita comes, yeah, yeah. She's Rita just comes, in. Out, yeah, and um, they're forging the Black Knight sword, which c- apparently can cut through anything, any known material. Yeah, and this, uh, they're hammering it. Babu has like a sledgehammer, <laughs> like, like <laughs> Finster has like an actual like Smith's hammer. Babu has a straight up sledgehammer. Obviously, all Japanese footage, and they're banging on this thing, and cool little sparks coming off. It looks cool until they have a close up on it, and then they they do it, and it's just looped three times. I don't know if there's actually sparks on it, or if it was some like play with lighting and I mean, metallic it stuff. Post production stuff too. Yeah, I don't, it looked good. It looked real yeah. good. Um, but um, after this, the sword gets forged, and it's as you said, 
super anime because when it's completed, when it gets forged, the tree behind it gets just it it cuts its the tree cuts itself in in half. Like the nasty knight hasn't received the sword yet. He just appears, and the yeah. tree is split in half, and it falls to the side. He claims his weapon. Yeah, Rita sends him to Earth. Oh, also, uh, some note when 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 she first says, uh, "I've been to use." Nasty Knight. She's going through a book, and we see all the previous uh, monsters. You see, you know, King Sphinx in there. You see you, bones. Yeah, you you see you, uh, you see all the. Uh, you also see some future monsters. You also see the mighty Pinoctopus. The mighty Pinoctopus. Yes, you see the mighty Pinoctopus. Uh, but you see all the Bandora monsters. Yeah, yeah. and um, so she mentions uh, the Nasty Knight, and then they show. She talks about. Oh, he's defeated warriors before, and then we... Of Karnak 3. Yeah, and we see footage, Zeo footage, of of Nasty Knight fighting Ghosh, which, uh, well, I like, you know what? Like, good on them for making use of, of most of that fight scene, because yeah. obviously, this is a Zack-centric episode, who fights Nasty Knight, it's gonna be Zack, morphed, and so they have, they show a little bit of footage of Ghosh fighting... Uh, Nasty Knight without being transformed the Black the Black Zero Ranger and then we when we get to the fight scene with Zack he morphs immediately his axe was already smoking I remember that was that was pretty cool and we have a pretty 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 cool fight I liked yeah. it I liked it a lot I mean I'm very biased but I, it was it was cool you got some uh, Zack uh, dual, dueling action. yeah solo Zack solo action dueling the Nasty Knight yeah and then the Rangers come down and uh, their weapons get destroyed. Yeah, yeah, they get all blackened and looking like beat yeah. up. And then they try the thing that everyone's seen a screenshot of, but never understands the thing where yeah the three male rangers yeah so they stand on power, the bottom yeah they make the the tr- the pyramid yeah. well their weapons are are useless at the moment so they make a pyramid and then they all. Point, point their blade blasters at each other and cross the streams, Ghostbusters style. Yeah, so yeah, they come at each other from make five points that meet in the middle, and this triforce. multicolored Triforce prism comes out and just you know real cool. She like it's it's a really it's a really henchin move. Yeah, like, it's really really henchin. You know, I'm I don't know how many times they do it in the uh, Zero Ranger, but I feel like more than they did in Mighty Morphin because it's, I don't know, it's kind of hard to sell yeah, know, for, for uh, American audience or, you know, for the kids. But he knocks it away and then Rita's like, I'm done with this, make him grow. Yeah. Makes him grow, Megazord comes Get out. Get into the routine, yeah. Megazord comes out. Calls the Megasword. Megasword becomes useless because the Nasty Knight Sword can cut yeah. through anything. Yeah, become same thing happens because Black and he gets knocked down. He's kicking the Megasword, and Rita's off off to the side on a mountain. She pantomimes what what, what while saying what she what, wants him to do. What sword motion she wants to make? Cut him like this. Cross yeah. chop. Cross chops. Yeah. Uh, horizontal stab. Yeah. And she, then he's like, Yeah, okay, I got this. And then Zach chimes in because he knows wait a minute this whole time he's just been throwing our energy back it hasn't been anything but just him the sword reflecting the energy it's like why don't we why don't we why don't we what is it we throw our own energy in why don't we reflect his energy back and use some of our own as well yeah right so 
Um, so, like, we see a, a very, uh, very interesting eye lasers. Yeah. From from the Megazord. Blue the sword. It's like a eye tractor beam. Yeah, and they so and they stand up and like power transfers through the Zord through the Megazord like a little color flare and it go like it goes into the power sword or the Megazord whatever and it yeah. uh, cleans it. Yeah, it cleans it and then they just they just strike them and it works. Yep, kind of you know kind of kind of clunky, but uh. We're sure in Zoo Ranger that'll have some input. Yeah, I was saying it. I was like, I feel like that was an episode where you get a lot more from Zoo Ranger as far as yeah, extrapolating what, yeah. what exactly happened. But you know, then we go in and we go to uh, Zach's birthday. Yeah, Zach's birthday happens. You uh, know, they they go into the juice bar and the lights are off, and Zach's like, "Hey, why are these lights off? Is that the birthday party supposed to be going?" That was a real bad impression that I did, and I want to apologize for that right now. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was real problematic. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so we get to so Keiko Maddox there. It's still making foam. <laughs> That's all it does. It's still making foam. This. Billy's like, I thought I got this to work. And he goes over there and he bangs it a bit. And oh, it's my God. And then they off. start dancing in the foam with the Spin Doctors cover band. And it... uh, there's, there is also, there is, uh, I didn't mention it as we were watching it, but there is uh, clearly a female vocalist over this song. And it's, there it, was no female in the band. And, and there's there's there was no singer. There was no singer, period, in the band. So it's like they just had a track. They had a vocal track. Yeah. But they had the Spin Doctors cover band. Yeah. Going that was you. Go ahead now. <laughs> We'd have to pay for it if we sang anymore. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. Don't come for us, Spin Doctors. <laughs> well, you know what? If you just are just looking for lunch, I'll make you some grilled cheese. I think we'll be even <laughs> at that point. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see it out. Um, yeah. Uh, was there another Bulk and Skull gag? Where no, the... no, no, no. I feel... Had, uh, oh, yeah, it's just Ernie and... Ernie and Billy playing with foam. As this thing just keeps pumping foam forward. Like, there, you can see, like, prop-wise, there's, like, a little panel that keeps pushing the foam forward. Yes, yes, there and, is. Yeah, and, and it's just come flopping out of that thing. Then Zach, Jason, Kimberly, Trini are just getting their dance on in the foam. I think there's a lot less foam on the dance floor than I mean, you're it's picturing. On, it's on the ground. It's on the ground. I don't think it leaves that air. Uh, I feel like you're you're um. Bum 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 bum. Okay. You're projecting. I'm, I'm projecting what? my own wants under. <laughs> Let's go to no clowning around. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't like this episode. This episode just there's something off about it. It felt like. Let's talk about the monster. Okay, let's this... talk about the monster and not pineapple the clown. Okay, let's talk about the mighty pine octopus and not the and not the actor Vernon Balestros. Vernon Balestros. Yeah. Let's not talk about a man. Who has been in full gimmick at every Power Morph Con? Let's not talk about how he had one acting gig on Power Rangers for one episode and charges twenty dollars for an autograph. (laughs) 
Let's uh, not talk about I, I how like he this. also played a clown in VR Troopers, and he also played a clown in the Extreme Adventures of Super Dave. And let's not talk about how he played I, a clown in the billionaire story, A Christmas Tale, or how to be- marry a billionaire. You Christmas think when he got those Saban jobs back to back, he thought, oh, here it is. This is it. Yeah. You think that Vernon Balestros got a check once and said I'm going to be living off these residuals forever I am one of the most iconic characters out of Power Rangers yeah he I want to be honest with you every year I saw Pineapple the Clown and every year I thought I don't know what episode he's in it wasn't just a coincidence that you're closer to dying each year either and every year Pineapple the Clown has more boot space and every year one year he shared boot space with Bulk and Skull yeah and is there I thought to myself who's Pineapple the Clown yeah Watching Power Rangers my whole... Who's Pineapple the Clown? And it yeah. turns out he is the the ultimate villain of Power Rangers. Because he's got a creepy voice. Mm-hmm. He's got a creepy smile. Got a lot of airtime. Got a lot of airtime. He can turn normal clowns into putties with balls. I think they were putties... No. No, they were normal clowns. He turned them into putties. Well, they walked up pretty menacing. Okay. All right. He can turn clowns into putties. Clowns are menacing and that's how they walk. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, he yeah. he steals he can talk children into coming with him. Mm-hmm. And then he turns them into cardboard. Cardboard standees, now, yeah. Granite he doesn't turn them into a cardboard standee that is one side brown and the other side their face. And he doesn't turn them into a cardboard standee that is both sides their face. No. He turns them into a He flattens them. He just flattens them and how Alpha put it was, he just removed the water. Apparently, apparently he dried them out. Yeah. Like these are, are these are dried out now, children. How often child. do you eat pineapples? Uh, fairly often. Okay, after you eat a pineapple, do you feel the need to drink a lot of water? Mm, I mean, kind of. Sated by the juice a bit, you know? Okay, do you feel the need to bathe after you eat a pineapple? Uh, that's not really dependent on the pineapple. That's dependent on what else happened during the day leading up to that pineapple. Okay, okay. So, the powers of the mighty Pinoctopus slash Pineapple the Clown is to use his pineapple magic... I don't think you're getting much else about this episode. To we're, dry we're gonna... you out. <laughs> I think this is what what you're gonna get. We're gonna be talking about this. Yeah. So the the mighty pine octopus dries you out. Okay. Okay. That's his powers. And the way that you defeat the mighty. Oh, he made he made he made the boys sneeze too. He made the villains sneeze. Yeah, the boys. I call them boys. He made Goldar Goldar, squat squat babu sneeze. Yeah. But really, really, yeah. At this point. There was no reason for him to fight the Rangers. And we got footage 
but it's all King Sphinx footage. Yeah, there's a lot going on here, and I'm looking forward to this episode in Z-Range, because... There is a putty battle. So, they fight the putties at the carnival in Angel Grove, and the putties all still have some of their clown clothes on? Yeah, they had little clown collars and stuff like that. Yeah, one has his juggling rings or whatever. And one putty gets put on a carnival ride. Yeah, they... they yeah. And they just make them hold on. I forgot. I'm not... I'm not... It's a spinner. It's, it's a, a spinner. It's one of them spinners. It's um, the one that goes up, and the, then the whole the whole car spins around while it doesn't. Yep. And it's got cr- like a counterweight, and it goes upside yeah. down. And they cram this putty dummy <laughs> into the into the side with the little latch over it, the little uh, you know, the little gate that comes up and locks you in over it, and they just let it go, and they just shoot it. They just yep. shoot it. It's really cool. <laughs> it's just Man. really silly. And um, then we get more putty fighting, but they don't have clown gear on, and it is the same fight from the King's Fang. Yeah, episode. we have Babu and Squat sitting on the bleachers, like or uh, the, the bleachers uh, and of the aud- auditorium that they fought King's Fang in. Yep. And then we get a Megazord fight. I mean, like they show up, Pine Octopus shows up and talks about we're how not, Brady is. Yeah, we're not really skipping anything. We get but, into a Megazord fight. There's like so. I feel like there's so little of a Japanese episode in here, but it's not much of a Megazord fight. Like they use no, the no, no, no. They they swords. are long time in the yeah. They're a long time in the dinosaurs. We get the chains. Trini call is calling the shots because her cousin, her, her cousin, it was her friend. Whatever she was the one that the got freeze dried. She's the one that got free. She's the one that got dehydrated. Dehydrated. Yep. Right. Yep. She got turned into girl jerky. Into <laughs> the car. And into the standee. Yep. And she calls the shots. And she calls the shots. And then she goes, it's time to freeze this pineapple. And Zach freezes her. And then we cut to a shot of the pineapple. And they have wrapped him in saran wrap. Cloudy, like cloudy, foggy saran wrap. It is saran wrap. 100%. Yeah. Call Reynolds. They did the work. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, like, yeah. They, they, all these words, like, they're like, this is literally it. Jason, go run a distraction. Jason walks forward, and the the mighty pine octopus gives it all it can and just unloads into Jason. Jason gets shaken around a little bit in the cockpit. Nothing really happens. And then, but uh, Jason's mad about this. Yeah, Jason's mad about that because after this, we get a tank mode thing, and Billy goes, "Oh, did oh yeah yeah." All there's we a- have to do is shoot it, and he goes, "All right," and they shoot it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jace goes, it's not enough. Yeah, but <laughs> Jace is acting very He legitimately says it's not enough. Yeah, he's very vindictive. Like, they, they can just put, you know, put a lid on it. It is, it is, it is done. You know, like, yeah. he, he's this, this pine octopus. It's not going not gonna to do anything. And then he goes, nope, battle mode. They turn into the Megazord, and they fire... The move that they don't use very often... Which is the, the crown beam. The crown laser into the ground. Yeah. And then, what was your description of the mighty Pine Octopus's death? Oh, uh, yeah, he... Alright, he he kind of... He went out like a wet fart. Because it, it's just a little... is It really, like, it was the most underwhelming explosion sound in the show so far. It was just kind of like... He doesn't explode, guys. He doesn't explode. He just disappears. It's really, this monster sucked. Like, this monster 
sucked. Can, like we, I, can we go to the rehydration process? Yeah. I mean, we can go wherever we want on this episode. Yeah. I think this is... They're in, we're at the end of this episode, guys. I don't... I don't have the we, energy we, to go we, on. we haven't talked about the the we didn't talk the, about the top of the episode middle of the episode outside of the the girl cardboard <laughs> like we we talked a little bit about the second act about the the putty clowns we didn't talk about bulk and skull getting picked on by the rangers yeah bulk and skull actually don't do anything but they get picked yeah uh billy cracks billy four eggs on yeah them. he's juggling eggs he cracks four eggs on him that's where we see pile clown by the way. and he he does have some creepy creepy audio like his his dialogue like not so much what he says but just you know the inflection and the way the way he conveys it it's, you know it's really creepy vernon balestros got his sag card from this episode and you, know, you do have to give him credit it. because like no other monster no no other person that's played a monster has a suitor name so far he is is like i can't think of yeah it, it, so far, empowering. Just where we are. Was this episode eleven? Uh, this is eleven. Episode eleven. No other monster has done this, I believe, because we don't have. Yeah, yeah. Like this is the only monster where we have full American performance. And it, it, actually, speaking of which, is this the first American monster? Well. Was the, there anything else? The pineapple isn't. Pineapple isn't, but pineapple the clown, that's that's you know. Yeah, yeah. I I, I count that. I I don't want to talk about pineapple the clown anymore. I want to talk about rehydration, where Alpha is in <laughs> Billy's garage. They're like, we don't know what's wrong. I I I I I. And then they go, I'm okay, up, we need water. I'm bringing up uh, David Yoff's quotes here for no clowning around because he, the nerd jargon is Ooh, really good. Oh, I'm I got I I wrote one down. When they are telling the crowd to leave okay, the glad. fair, you wrote that down. He says, "Bipedally ambulate towards the nearest outlet." Towards the nearest outlet. Yeah, and Bip- it's re- it is it is really hard. Like it is really hard not to want to shove them into a locker right now, because this is oh boy. Oh boy, there. This talk about like. I never want to say that your overalls look bad on you, <laughs> but when you say bipedally ambulate instead of run, like you're, listen, listen you're to what I'm saying. You're to a crowd, by the way. Listen to what I'm saying. Bipedally ambulate. Now I started that at the one hour mark, and it took. To the one hour and one second mark mm. for me to say bipedally ambulate. Yeah. Now, listen to this one. Run. Yeah, a little Bray Wyatt there. Run, Randy. <laughs> Run to my house. I've the baked house a cake for us. you. There's a cake here for you, Randy. <laughs> But it's not the cake, man. It's not the cake you should be looking for. Not in my house of whores, Randy. Not in my house of whores, Randy. In here you'll... F- <laughs> this episode's unusable. This is unusable audio. It doesn't, it doesn't I'm matter. I'm editing this out. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh... 
bipedally ambulate Look, towards his nearest Alpha outlet. decides that the missing factor is water, and he pours water on paper, which is the worst thing you can do. Nothing happens first. Nothing happens, and then they turn around, and then the little girl pops up. Well, Alpha's like, oh, it needs more. Alpha gets another, like, cup, whatever. Turns around. Girl uh, is sitting up at this point. Alpha just chucks it in her face and, and she goes oh my god i need to hide and then just walks over to the corner deactivate Light's still going yeah didn't deactivate didn't but he like it, it it mind like alpha mimes deactivation just goes just, to the corner just kind of just slumps over it doesn't it doesn't it's not that's well like i said this kid must not have you know must not question anything about training because already like she, she when she comes out of it she's like yeah i should have listened to you yeah cuz before the in the morning when trini came up went hey look when you hang out with me it goes down what does that mean it means it goes down so mean, it means you have an over under on being turned into cardboard or being it, turned into a tree it means that you might become a tree it means that you might become cardboard. It means that there might be a gnome that plays a song that makes you dance in a cave for 20 days. It may, you it may, might end up in an eye. You, in a gyroscope. Yeah. There might be a candle that burns for the length of your powers. Do you have powers? No, I don't have powers, but you might have powers. I don't know. Look, we, it goes down. Don't yeah. leave my side. Even if there's a weird clown with yellow around his mouth. Looks like he just ate six <laughs> gas station hot dogs. Like, even if it looks like there's going to be a guy that stands behind a table in Pasadena, California, once every two years for three days, charging $20 for an autograph because he was in one episode of a TV show that mm. was popular in the 90s and in the 2000s and in the 10s. But he was only in one episode in 1993. I, I, you might meet a guy like that. It is 1993. I know. <laughs> You're not listening. <laughs> this, yeah, she's um, she's apparently, yeah, she's apparently okay with all of this because she comes out of her cardboard form and she's just hugs, hugs. I mean, hugs, I'd be I'd be grateful too, but Trang. And I mean, I would hug Twee Trang if I could too. Mm-hmm. But Rest you know peace. what? I can't. Yep. And she shouldn't have. She should have been like, I was just cardboard because a clown put dust on me. Yeah. And with that, thank you so much for listening to episode five of Power Playthrough. If you like the show, you can follow us on Twitter at P Playthrough. You can find us on Facebook at Power Playthrough. If you like the show a lot and you think we deserve a little something extra, you can head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash powerplaythrough. For as little as a dollar, you can get extra podcasts uh, once a month. Uh, our only other tier is $5 to get you another weekly podcast going over shows like VR Troopers, Big Bad Beetleborgs, and stuff like that. I'd like to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to support them, you can go to rainer.bandcamp.com. You can get an album, you can get a t-shirt, you can get a little koozie. Um, all kinds of cool stuff. And with that, may the power protect you.
mighty Pinoctopus. This episode has been brought to you by my wits end. <laughs> and 